We Like Dota is brought to you with the proud support of our patrons. Patrons like Ye Old Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandop, Monster, Icebug, Spanguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Kalschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Justin, and Zach. We Like Dota, episode 341, starts now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Like Dota. I am uh, Sam Trilling, Strilling, and I am uh, with We Like Dota co-hosts, uh, Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey, Sam. How are you? Eh, I can't complain. Busy weekend, working a lot, playing a lot of Dota. Nice. And uh, yeah, how are you, Charlene, our Hello. other co-host? I am good. Hello, Sam. Hello, Jim. Hello, Internet. When did you begin saying hello, Internet? Has that always been a thing? Because it's I, like I stole it from Jim. Yep. <laughs> really? Jim, Jim doesn't Jim say it say anymore. It. Yeah, because Arian and I say it now. Maybe Jim's biased against the Internet. The only ones <laughs> are our specific community. Yeah, yeah, the broader Internet doesn't get greetings from me anymore. Yeah, they're no longer in your good graces. Yeah. Have you guys had anything interesting happen past week? You guys been going out with uh, restrictions opening up? Not me. <laughs> I can't leave my house yet. No. <laughs> um, things in Canada are like restrictions are still kind of there, but uh, we're quickly catching up. At least that's what the news wants us to understand. That we're quickly catching up in terms of like what proportion of our population is getting their first shot. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I haven't been doing too much. I've kind of just been staying home. Yeah, I haven't been going out a ton, really, but I was in Philly, like, last weekend, and there were just a lot of people out on the streets. Like, the first few mm-hmm. days it was warm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see people again. But... Yeah. It's going to be, like, yeah. the biggest party in the world. Because everybody's just been cooped up for, like, everybody on Earth, almost, has been cooped up for like a year and then everybody could just go out and it's going to be cool if everybody just gets safe. So yeah. I have a, I have a DJ friend and for whatever reason I happen to live on like a, like, like I live on a piece of property that has like a barn slash like shop that is mm-hmm. currently filled with a bunch of antiques and random nonsense. Um, but if I clean that out, I had this like dream of like a post pandemic like concert. Oh yeah. So maybe we'll maybe we'll do that and like make it into a land party or something for like the. the... You gotta you gotta get on cleaning that out then. (laughs) Yeah, true. It's it's coming up fast. I guess maybe we'll maybe I'll like conscript some some friends into uh helping me. Are you gonna get things appraised? I hear antique, Uh. and I just think terrible like TLC or. HDTV shows about <laughs> antique retro I, I, and, and whatnot. 
what what it really is is like every time I go to see my grandma, she like mm-hmm. brings like three or four random old things that she either picked up or has had for like a hundred years. Aww. And it it's like nice, but like after like the three hundredth time, you're like, <laughs> I, what do we do with this? Like, does any of this have value? Like, are we ever gonna do anything with this? No, it just like keeps collecting. So I live in a family of hoarders, but that's fine. <laughs> There's one Rembrandt in there. <laughs> But we just don't know about it. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's between it's between like the, the old Wii games and like <laughs> mattresses that, that like are from my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um let's get into the Dota feelings. Sure. Sounds good. All right, Jim, how was your week in Dota, and how did it make you feel? Uh, my week in Dota was good. It was longer than my recent weeks in Dota. Uh, normally, I've been sleeping up in my bedroom, which is generally where people sleep. But if I have to get up the stairs like late at night, it's helpful to have another person there to carry up the other crutch and like spot me if it's late. So I haven't been playing a lot of Dota because I go up pretty early uh, and I just like camp in my bedroom uh, lying on the bed. But Thursday, I slept on the couch downstairs, uh, which allowed me to play a bunch more Dota. Um, <laughs> and, it, and it might factor in more uh, in the, the coming weeks if I sleep on the couch a couple more times. Isn't it the other way around? Isn't it I played more Dota, so I slept on the couch, not I slept on the couch, so I played more Dota? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you're, like, you're planning your, your couch sleeping events to, around your Dota. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so I got to play a bunch on Thursday, and because I have the, the Monkey's Forever voice pack, I started just first picking, well, in most cases, Monkey's Cheese Heroes. So he plays a lot of uh, Nature's Prophet, so I just keep picking Prophet, like, first phase. And uh, I've won all my Prophet games lately. And I had nice. another... Yeah. And then I had a chance the other day at... What was it? Was Prophet banned? Maybe Prophet was banned, or I, or I didn't want to play it. But I decided to play Broodmother, who's uh, doing quite well nowadays. And so I ended up with a, a last pick. Some other people picked before me. I think you were in this game, Sam. Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm trying to find all of our games. I, is this the Nature's Prophet game where I played Void? There was that one. There was and a Broodmother then... game where you played Hoodwink, I think. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, it was Hoodwink Brood uh, offlane. And, uh, yeah. man, Brood's... I mean, Brood's fun in that, that sense of playing brood is fun but i'm sure it's really not fun to play against brood uh i don't think it's that annoying i think that you just need to like have picks that deal with it and then make sure that your picks that deal with it are lined up against the brood at all times if that makes sense yeah i don't think there's were <laughs> no i don't think their picks made a lot of sense against brood like maybe yeah. dawnbreaker dawnbreaker could be okay but they're, they, I think people aren't dealing with Brood the right way, and I think that like her laning stage is like a little bit confusing to people with the new changes. Yeah. Um, 
So you tend to just catch people off guard with how much you can like life steal and trade. Yeah, that that was a big change in the um like she's not a zoo hero for a while. Yeah. Anymore. And that's the trick. And also in this yeah, this is the game uh we did really well in the landing phase. I took mm-hmm. the tower early. And then I got an orchid and my orchid didn't work. <laughs> What? I remember. There's just uh, like a bug in the game. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> he remembers me like banging on my S key as we were playing. Like I was yeah. furious. Like you I would hear him smashing the keyboard. <laughs> I would like be in the trees and like, oh, here's the faceless void. I know I can kill him in one orchid timing because I have like, you know, AC solar crest and like 800 spiders. And then I, it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't orchid him and he chronos me. Uh, or the invoker. So strange. Yeah, and and I, I swear I was hitting it. It was distinctly and, the orchid, though. So, like, even if you moved it around to a different hotkey that you knew would work for something else, the orchid didn't work. I'm I don't not, think you I'm tried not, that. I'm not on that level. Oh, I? oh, you didn't troubleshoot. Okay, got it. Got no, it. He, his his troubleshooting was, I think, to go rebind that key instead, like that that slot instead of move the item out of the slot. Yeah, uh, okay. which. I mean, there's a lot of active items for Brood. I respect it. Yeah. It was it was that, and it was hit the key harder and more. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. That was my strategy. And it, but then uh, the following game, I played Furion again, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the Orchid worked. Uh, I was killing people with it. So, yeah, I can't figure it out. Like, I, S, <laughs> my S-key Orchid should be working. A little touch and go. I just thought of a hilarious troubleshooting. Like, oh, maybe if I just put it in my backpack and like turn it off and then put it, <laughs> take it back out of my backpack, turn it back on. I wonder if that'll work. In, in six <laughs> seconds, I can use my orchid. Yeah. You have to wait 30, actually, or else, uh, you know, all of your electronics will explode. True. True, true, true. every manual ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've become like tower damage boy. Mm. So if, if I have like fewer than... 10,000 building damage. I'm very disappointed in myself. I just play Furion yes. and I knock down towers and I play Brood and I eat towers and it's so much fun. Uh, I had 32 assists as profit in that wow. void game you mentioned, Sterling. Yeah. That was a yeah, wild game. I'm looking at this game back now and you have like 10k building damage, but I have like double your hero damage. I was yeah. I have like 22 kills. I'm I have exclusively like pure DPS items. It's like a 55 minute game. And I kind of remember just like chronoing Spectre and Ember together and like murdering them at some point. Um, yeah. So that the, was uh, the Spectre. That was a, yeah, that was a weird game. It was, I had to buy a pipe, but like, you know, make sure profit. You get a ton of money. You just get a pipe. I think you buy any item on this hero. It's like kind of disgusting how many items nature's profit has in his repertoire. Yeah, you really can. And you could always, like, be everywhere with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool. And then the la- last game of the night, I played, uh, I'd play mid. It was me, Greg, uh, Tullegard, and friend of the show, Neil. And, uh, I went mid on Arc Warden. Oh. Yeah, it was something else. It just. Did you. How, how'd it go? <laughs> oh, well, we won. Nice. Uh, I have, nice. I've not lost on Arc Warden since the first time I ever played him, which is when I randomed him before ever having opened up the hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I did not. Wow. I did not win that one. That was like three years ago. Are there any heroes that you have like multiple games on but no wins? Ooh, I bet. <laughs> Although they probably I, I only, think. I only know see. of one for me, and that's Storm Spirit, who I've played six games on and never won because I think I'm the world's worst Storm Spirit player. I, I just can't do the meta calculations. Oh yeah, yeah. I have I have th- I'm Owen three on Tusk, Owen two on Puck, Owen two on Spectre. Um, well, I guess you have some uh, some heroes to try out then. Yeah, but the Arcord game is fun. I did the Midas bots business because I thought I was going to have to like scale more. I thought my other cores would like push tempo and, and be like mid game heroes. But our offlane Slardar, who is uh, the rando in our with our four stack, fed the opposing Morphling a bunch, mm. and he was not in a position to take over the mid game. Um. But we ended up losing two lanes of racks and then winning in the end. Uh, I got a sheep stick, so we double sheep sticked the Morphling a couple times. And like it's high ground, right? It's like that last high ground. If you just stay on the high ground, eventually your opponents will throw. And you could win. like Especially a... into Arc Warden. Yeah. And then those last team fights, like every team fight, I would put out like 12,000, 11,000 hero damage. Um and I wasn't even doing that well. Like, I'm not that good at the hero, but uh, he just pours damage out at the end. And he's fun to play. So I, I, I had a good time this week. It was fun. Nice. Hope, hoping to play some more next week. Absolutely. Uh, Charlene, how was your week? Hello. Um, my week has been fine. I've just been playing more Luna. Uh, I've modified my build. <laughs> so... So my build, I don't think I don't think I even went into my build, but I play a four Luna. So I go into the off lane with whoever's there, and um, I'll prioritize my Lucent Beam, which I don't think is any different. It's just that I take it at level one versus the Aura, which I think is usually switched. Like for a core Luna, you would want to go for the Aura and get the base damage, but I'll go for the stun instead to mess up the enemy carry, like trying to get last hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I, I should distinguish this with the fact that I pretty much exclusively play turbo games so I have no idea if this is legitimate <laughs> in, in real Dota by any means but basically one thing I do right now is right around like 2 minutes and 40 seconds like right before the 3 minute bounty rune I'll go up stack the large camp that's in our triangle and then like either get the bounty rune or like ask our mid if they want it and because at that point once i hit level five i'll kind of like make a decision do i want to will i use my ultimate in the next little bit and should i like put my sixth point into eclipse or do i want to like start trying to jungle up and get get my own stuff and like Mm. put a point in glaives um because just like once four minutes hits and like everyone on the map is kind of at a place to be doing stuff, I'll I'll just either be farming or if my ultimate is available, I'll go and fight and try to get my eggs. Usually it's around like 10 to 12 minutes. Um, and before I was going straight into refresher after the eggs, but now I have decided to go for a Glepnir in between mm. because... Um, 
Maelstrom is like a nice farming item for Luna, which is great. But then holding them down in an Aghanim's <laughs> ultimate is nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that that's more important than necessarily having two of them. Because the, the real power spike is when I can get my level 25, because then I get a 0.2 second stun on my Eclipse. Mm. So even if you have a BKB, like you're you're stunned the entire time because the lucent beams are so fast. And unless I have like a lot of things caught in the eclipse, it's, it's just locked down. Like I've killed morphlings who cannot attribute shift fast enough or waveform or do anything because of the 0.2 second stun on my Aghanim's eclipse, which is great. Um, But yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, One other game that I had yesterday I played a I want to practice Oracle game and it it just went so hilariously bad. Like (laughs) I, I know fundamentals of Oracle, but this game, it was as if I knew nothing because I kept inverting my combinations and doing like (laughs) for my allies, I would do the, (laughs) the QE. which I'm supposed to do on enemy heroes. And like for for the enemy Slark, I did my ally combination and disarmed <laughs> him and then healed him. Um, yeah, it was just, it was hilariously bad. But at the same time, um, I still was able to save, save some teammates with false promises. And like, <laughs> it's it's funny though, because... Um, in the duration of the false promise, I'll maybe be, in theory, be able to get at least like, at least three of my, is it purifying flames? Is that what it's called? The E yeah. off? Um, yep. But I would just like fumble and misclick and like click myself or click a creep. <laughs> but um, surprisingly, no one died. So oh. it, like the one that I got on them was enough. And the enemy hero would just like, oh, false promise, um, uh, distracted by other things or something. I don't know. But it, it was funny slash demoralizing <laughs> to, to see how like far I had regressed. Because I was like, yeah, I'm going to practice Oracle. I, I, I've been kind of getting a hang of some of the Oracle combos. And then it was just like nothing. <laughs> I, I think... I think I had almost the inverted Oracle game this Ooh, week where, nice. where like not, but not in the way that you might imagine. So I was playing with Mav and Zach and like some other fourth spirit people. Mm-hmm. And we, there's no way to describe this game other than like a stomp at in the beginning. Like we were, we were just like team wiping them at like six minutes in the mid lane somehow. Like I <laughs> literally, I can't explain it to you, but it happened and it happened like twice in a row. And so, you know, I'm I'm rolling. I haven't died yet. I'm playing Oracle. What's like the the best item I could go? And I chose Blink Dagger because because of course I okay. did. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we proceeded to just like take the dumbest fights for like twenty straight minutes and throw <laughs> this game that we had like a ten k lead in. And we were like, yeah, we're up by like 20k at like 15 minutes, of course. So there's no way we could lose this game. And we just, we, we threw horribly. The hubris. Um, yeah, it was, it was a bit of hubris. I don't think that my build was necessarily like awful. I just think that we took literally the dumbest fights and had like mm. very poor positioning. Um, 
which is not something you want when you have a blink dagger. Like that should be your your like boon. Um, did you guys bring yeah. it back, or did you just oh, no. lose the? Game? <laughs> oh no, we just <laughs> oh, <sad. laughs> we, we lost in very like unglorious Aww. fashion. We like, but but I think I was streaming the game. Um, and oh no, we were like like so insanely hype at like 10 to 15 minutes like non-stop like screaming and like chatting and like <laughs> you know what I mean like voice lines everywhere and then the yeah. next like 10 like the next 10 minutes were just like solemn death did like, the enemy like some Gregorian tighten. chant going on in the background <laughs> did the enemy end the game with easy they did I'm pretty yeah. sure they did I've had a lot of easies this week mm-hmm. I had a lot I had smurfs like chatting like easy to me I, I was like that's just egregious okay. yeah I, I i was like thanks guys like really helpful information you know what i mean like oh right. this is, like i was just like did you just like type back to them like positive messages or like some whatever they don't know how to respond to it because they're just used to like toxic dota players right um, but yeah mostly that's because i've been playing uh carry and sometimes with like some lower mmr stacks so we'll run into smurfs or we'll run into like similarly unbalanced stacks in which i am the inexperienced carry player up against the experienced ancient carry player right mm-hmm. so that's how a lot of my my week has been going um guess my okay, I guess, i'll ask charlene because i think jim knows this guess <laughs> my win rate Ooh. on the past 10 sven games i've played in the 10 past, like, week sven and a half. games well, I I tuned in for one of them when you were streaming, and I know that one didn't go well. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna say you're three for se- three out of ten wins. Okay. Um, until I think last night or two nights uh-huh. ago, I was zero and nine, oh. and I finally <laughs> got my spend win for like the first time in like two years. <laughs> 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 I got a sneeze out of you. Uh, yeah, sneezes, sneezes out of me. Uh. Um, but yeah, they. Is, oh, you, you okay? <laughs> Go ahead. So you're one and nine for Sped. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty pathetic, but I still like the hero. He's fun. Um, and then other than that, last night I kind of like. I was I was busy working up until like Battle Cup and I wanted to play but didn't find a stack. So instead I just coached my captain of my RD2L team. Mm-hmm. Um and his T5 Battle Cup stack. They did not make it past the first round, but oh. I think that was because I tuned out of the game for approximately like 3 minutes Coach. In, in its oh. entirety. You left to them? like You did. It's your fault. Uh, is that they, what you're saying? They <laughs> it is my fault. They asked me to like like we were like talking about something and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll go find that like Dota discussion or whatever. And then I come back in and to a team wipe and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> we were in control of this game. What happened? I muted I deafened for like a minute, tops. Like, please. Someone explain. <laughs> um Yeah. It was it was it was good though. I think I missed some of like my, my good uh, drafting suggestions before I turned on the stream. But I think that in general they learned a lot and I felt vindicated sometimes where I was like, hmm, you need to be really careful about the way you're doing this. And then like two seconds later, they just get like 100 to zero. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what that's why you can't just like walk up to that creep wave with no one yeah. showing. But eh, it's been it's been fun. Um, yeah, I think 
time to move on to the news. Sounds sure. good. <laughs> <laughs> to read the future, I need entrails. All right, getting into the news, uh, the second DPC season has uh, concluded. Yes, we are. We're through, and we're we're on to the animator in Kiev, Ukraine. Animator, why, uh, I hate that name. Why is it called that? <laughs> I think that uh, if you haven't seen any of the promotional materials, all of the like um, cast and like talent are they have like are animated like cartoon <laughs> not not cartoon but like more anime style ah. um, art. Isn't going that a on. thing and, on Twitch right now where you just have like a little avatar of yourself that is I, animated? I could is be that wrong. What I think doing? it's called VTubing. Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. That's right. VTubing. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to be too. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I heard a little bit about, like, Suns fan talking about SFM, but I don't think that they wanted to do that. Um, in in general, I'm very excited for this major, actually, because I'm kind of a big fan of Play. Like, I liked Omega League, and I've, I've liked, like, the things mm. they've been doing in the past, like, year, year and a half, or whatever. Mm. Like, they That's had, true. like some creative production and like especially during the the pandemic where like you know a lot of these tournaments were just exclusively online um, did they did they do the um the greek one yeah okay yep. oh yeah cool. they, they have like cute little themes and stuff all right all right so yeah, if, they're, they're if their theme it. is anime sure <laughs> okay <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of the um was it the was it the chinese super major that had like the really really cool like superhero theme and like they had all of the, uh, the players have like superhero like uh, yeah icons like drawings, of art. Like art yeah 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 i i was really into that i actually like took a bunch of those like they had the like, wallpapers and stuff and i put them on my like phone and on my uh my laptop and stuff i don't, I, I like uh the like creative majors i feel like it's better Mm -hmm. than just like the boston major like we our theme is the city we're in (laughs) right right (laughs) like it's not very exciting to me at least Um, no it is pretty cool yeah it's it's remarkable the extent to which i these things don't even register to me but then when you (laughs) but then when you described like super major like i was like i guess it's a big tournament Oh, this art is cool. <laughs> and, like, it never occurred to me that, like, there was a connection between that. <laughs> like, these poor I, designers are doing all this great work, and I'm just like, do 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 I didn't even, I didn't even, I, this is going to sound dumb. I didn't even put that connection together. I just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a super major, and it's, I just remember because it was, like, a big Chinese tournament in the last, like, four years or whatever, and that's, like, the one that stands out in my mind as being the cool one. <laughs> well, it's canon now, so. Yeah, yeah it, has, it, it has to be that one. Um, yeah. But are you guys excited for any of the teams that made it, or maybe the uh, the format that is proposed here, which is kind of confusing to me at least? Uh, what is the format being proposed? I think it's the same or similar to the Singapore Major, where there's like teams that are immediately slotted into the playoffs, and then there's a wild card like day or two, um, in which like some teams have to duke it out to play in the group stage. I yeah. think is my I think is my. Uh, my read on the situation i could oh, be a okay. little bit wrong um, yeah there's there's two group stages essentially there's like a wild card group stage 
with uh, six teams, Enigma, Secret, Vici, IG, Execration, and Gambit. They The top two from that six-team round robin feeds into the eight-team group stage round robin. And then they all play. And then from that, the top six of those eight teams get slated into the playoffs. I, I have a weird question, but yeah. if you were if you were to consider these three, like the playoff group stage and wild card seed seeded teams, as three different like groups, yeah, do you think that the order makes sense that they're no. in? I I think not. I think that you have like <laughs> the two final, like the two uh, finalists of the last major in the group stage and wild card seeds. Yeah. And some of like the strongest teams in Europe and China still in the wild card seeds. Like, yeah, this is all over the place. Quincy Crew is made it to the playoffs by like tiebreakers, I guess. Um, yeah, very very strange seeding going on, and obviously, it's all really weird without OG here. I'd say, and maybe mm. like a few other teams that that missed the cut. Yeah, like I don't. I mean, a lot of it just also comes down to to regions. Like I understand they it's good that they put the South America champion right into the playoff seed. Um, because you don't want to say like some regions are worse than others. But some regions are worse than others. And like no ping is not as good as like Invictus Gaming, who won the last major. You know, yeah. but Invictus Gaming has to go through two group stages before they can play no ping. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, unless you're Aryan who believes that South American Dota is actually the best Dota in the world at the moment, and <laughs> maybe we'll see after this major. Um, Oof. Yeah, that's a that's a hot take. I mean, maybe maybe he'd say that China is better, but uh, I think that uh, like the the South American teams that made it might be some of the weirder ones because Thunder Predator, who popped off the last major, did not make it. They were like kind of hit or miss during the season. And then the the teams that came out uh, into the major had like this big drama in their tiebreakers and like qualification for this major. Oh, yeah. Um, because uh, no, one of No Ping's players just kind of <laughs> GG'd and DC'd without uh, any commentary from his team. And then apparently <laughs> um, suffered an anxiety attack during that. And I don't want to talk too much about it, but... <laughs> Man, his name is Jose Padilla. Uh, fans of the United States Supreme Court will recognize uh, Jose Padilla, who was a uh, key party in a mid-2000s uh, civil liberties case. Anyway. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> no problem. I think Jose, Jose Padilla is like a very remarkable name yeah. um, in like American law, but... Mm. Well, I hope he's all right and that they're because they're in the playoff seeds now for this upcoming major and hope they yeah. do well. I mean, the weird thing is they had to play against Beast Coast, I'm pretty sure, who they GG'd out of the game with like yeah. 20 minutes later. Like they had to go right into another set of tiebreakers or right into the first set of tiebreakers or whatever. So it was like, it felt very like temper tantrum to a degree. Um, mm. And like, 
I don't, I don't know. I how do you guys feel about that? Do you think it's like a unsportsmanlike to to kind of GG out without like your team or to GG out like much earlier than you like quote unquote should? Or do you think that like you just you should call it when you want to? Well, I mean, for an individual player, like GGing out alone without your own team. I, I think that's probably not great to your teammates. Um, yeah. I feel like that. But if a team just thinks, ah, this game's over, let's just get to the next one. I'm fine with that. You know, as long as everyone kind of agrees. Yeah. This was uh, definitely not a, <laughs> no, yeah. a multilateral decision. <laughs> and I, and again, I don't want to like bring too much like uh, ire onto the, the, the player, the DC, because... Right. It was like during like obviously a very stressful and frustrating game and series that he knew he was going to have to go into anyway. Yeah. So, in other news, um, did you guys catch the the only game that matters in all of North American Dota? E.G. versus Quincy Crew. I did. I did not. (laughs) Did you tell me all about it? Oh well, Jim. I I I don't remember all the specific. I think this was in the second game. If I'm yep. correct? Yeah. Okay. So in the the last fight of the second game, uh, EG aggresses onto Quincy Crew, eventually brings down the Medusa. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but, can you set the stage for me a little bit better? Who who won game one? And is this a best mm, of three series? This EG won game one. Okay, EG it's won a best yeah. of three one. series okay. for essentially who is the, the top dog in all got of it. NA. Got it, got it. Okay, because so, yeah. Okay, so EG so, are they, they're they're poising to clench uh, Quincy Crew by the jugular. They're like, oh, we're honing in. We got this. Yeah, yep. I be- okay, I believe okay. that that Quincy Crew is essentially all, all in on this Medusa. Medusa, mm-hmm. I believe, has two rapiers, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and they they bring her low. No ultimate. They end up. Uh, killing her with a toss uh, tiny combo. Okay. And of course, because it was a toss tiny combo, you can insta buy back and be oh, at the fight. Oh. And so EG was not thinking about this when, or oh. Abed specifically was not thinking about this when he tossed Medusa, who had two rapiers and was about to lose them. She buys back with the last, with like literally no time remaining, like like at the last second of the toss. And uh-huh. picks up the rapiers immediately and oh, just goes ham yep. in the fight. Oh, <laughs> just that absolutely turns amazing. the fight. Wow. EGGs out like maybe 15 seconds wow. later. The game yeah. is over. A- like, absolutely turns the series, uh, brings it to like. <laughs> oh, this game three. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> that was a wow sneeze. Oh, that sounds amazing. Incredible. Yeah, it was, it was a crazy game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think. I don't know. There's some discussion as to whether or not the the buyback glitch should exist um, in terms of like the toss. <laughs> but I don't know. It's something that that pro players, I guess, have to play around um, at yeah. this point because it's been in the game for so long. Because it's it's kind of similar to Weaver, right? Yeah. Can't you do that way. with yeah. time lapse as well? Hmm. I think yeah, there's but... maybe like one or two other years you do it. But... Yeah, mm. but it's like it's. I don't know. I, I I don't, you know, 
I, I think if it's in the game, you got to prepare for it and like well played, you are. But truly, I think it's a little different from you know Puck uh, buying back and and jumping to his orb, or Weaver buying back and time lapsing. Yeah, it's not as intentional. Yeah, and it's like the enemy doing it to you. True. Okay, but what, a, what about yeah. a disruptor glimpse? What if you die and disruptor had his glimpse on you and then you buy back <laughs> in those four seconds? I believe that actually works. I, I think really? it would work, sure. yeah. I'm pretty sure it works. If you die with the glimpse on you and the glimpse doesn't end, I think it works. But I'm not I'm not going to go test that. because That like, would be like the same unintentional tiny toss. Yeah. What My real question is, I've never seen this, but can you trigger the toss buyback intentionally like like if you have a tiny on your team could you could like you know imagine oh. uh, you know uh M- mss is playing tiny or something walks up to to your as he's about to die and tosses him oh like, does that's, is that's he allowed to buy back level. and come in i, I don't know I don't we're gonna see, why see it not. <laughs> i don't maybe it's just like because you're um uh like the dam, like there's still damage, and like you're still like, um, I don't even know. I'm not gonna try to pretend like I know how to <laughs> this. Like the back end of it, yeah, I'm not gonna, um, yeah, not gonna pretend. But in some other North American drama, um, Eternal Envy, a, a mainstay in, in North American drama. Um, oh yeah, has caused a little bit of rife with his uh, team slash former team, Black and Yellow. Did you hear about this, Charlene? No, no. Oh, this is this I've is been a good time. In a little clamshell. What's EE up to now? So EE is busy getting kicked slash trying to kick his own team. Um, he, I guess EE was invited in by um, Zero and who? Yamson, maybe. Juby, like, I think. Uh, I think Jubei was a, was a maybe it brought on later. I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe okay. maybe not. I need to actually check this. Jubei, he joined in January. I think they started in January. So yeah, he's been with the team the whole time, as well as Zero and Yamson. Um, so S S K and Eternal Envy were brought on in April for the mm-hmm. second season of DPC um, because Eternal Envy realized that there's no open qualifiers to TI except for essentially qualifying to the dpc season and only in the second season because Mm -hmm. we don't know like the the necessarily the exact future of um ti quals so uh, apparently eternal envy after like the first or second game of the season according to zero was ready to uh give up on this team and kind of kick his teammates but because of how ti qualifications work black and yellow which is a, a Division one, I'm pretty sure upper division, uh, DPC team in NA, uh, like has the chance to to go through close qualifiers for TI, kind right. of broad this. So there is basically a lot of um, like control being wrangled over black and yellow as a team, uh, because they have the chance to qualify for TI and uh, SK and Eternal Envy, and I guess. Yamson, who's sort of like in the middle, um, mm-hmm. kind of like want to do their own thing, and Zero and uh, Jubei, who are like 
some of the original members of the team and like the original creators uh, want to do different things. So Zero, I think, has kicked Eternal Envy, and Eternal Envy has said that he's kicked Jubei. Liquipedia <laughs> has all kinds of things going on. I don't know. I don't know what the official roster is anymore. I don't think anybody knows, but it's kind of like a bomb imploding. Oh my God. You're just gonna have two teams. You're gonna just you're ha- you're gonna have Team Black and then Team Yellow. Team Black. Team Black. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zero wrote a twit longer where he actually says that when they were inviting EE on, mm-hmm. they had a conversation that they were afraid he would come on and try to kick people. <laughs> Yeah, I think you have to. If you're, yeah. if you're like working with EE, you have to, you have to realize that man will uh, turn on you. If, like th- this is it, right? Like he's not puppy. <laughs> it's not like the team that EE's on goes undefeated for a year, and it's like the dominant team in all of Pro Dota, like Secret was. Like he shows up on teams and like they get relegated. And then he tries to kick everyone. Like no one's ever going to play with this dude again, right? I, 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 I can't uh, like say for certain no, because I think there's still people that will like. If you're good enough, anything could work. Um, but I, it's so scummy. It's like so like to just gut teams like this and to like kind of exploit the scene is, in my eyes, like really screwed up. Um, yeah. And obviously, that I don't makes... have all the inside info, but like on one hand, I think EE gets away with it because there just isn't that much NA like player base. Um, but then at the same time, by him doing this, he's just a bully, and it makes up and coming players uh, it makes it their life more difficult to get any kind of foothold because they don't have the the team environment and so much of dota centers on like getting comfortable with your team so additionally like i think it you have to make an argument that he is good and that he will help your team win like i don't it's not 2015 anymore and he didn't win the shanghai major with with secret yeah like you it's five years later and he's never been remotely successful except in like destroying teams. <laughs> it's like the second time he's done this, like third maybe. Like I think he just uh this got to be some like rando carry. True. Yeah. Who like won't like ruin your TI chances. Like this guy does every single team he's on. Yeah, maybe the time has come for you to walk away and just, like, become talent or, like, a, a casual pupper or something. Like, I I don't I don't know if the I have a lot of, like, e uh, sympathy left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. get it. Sympathy-e. Sympathy-e. <laughs> well done. Um, speaking of more drama. Always. They, of course. This, this week has been crazy. Um... Seb and uh, Magic School Bus, who is one half of Mitter Meepo, have been kind of uh, at each other's throats in one way or another. Um, so Magic School Bus yeah. runs runs the secret uh, Team Secret Twitter account, and has uh, 
has kind of been taunting OG over their their potential relegation and they were their kind of struggles towards the end of the season and uh Seb apparently had enough of that and got in uh Mittermeepo's DMs about it. Um I don't really want to read verbatim anything that said said, said <laughs> yeah. A because it's in French and B because it's like some of it's like pretty vulgar and like <laughs> like you know uh really oh, just not the kind of in stuff. French? Oh well his original DMs are in French with uh with Mittermeepo. I don't know I don't know if Magic School Bus. I think I assume he speaks French and he definitely understood what he said. Um but he called him like a human pile of like waste and like uh said something about like him and his girl and did I accidentally you know Yeah. <laughs> um there's just a lot that I think you as like a two time ti winner just don't need to do <laughs> yeah like like how how much money do you have dude like how much time do you have that you're like a, like any amount of criticism or like public memeing about me and my team is like unacceptable well he's, he's got more time now because he's probably not preparing for ti this year <laughs> that's well that may that may be true i I guess they're still technically in the running, but they would have to go through closed walls, maybe. Oh yeah, depending on how that works. Yeah, maybe another, maybe another dream run. Um, have you followed this stuff, Charlene? Um, I like it, it trickled down slightly, and I knew <laughs> that Seb was upset about something, and people are like, "Seb, you talk so much trash. Like, why are you now?" A baby and unable to receive the slightest bit of yeah. trash talk. That's that's the extent that I knew of this. Um, but I'm all excited that there's a full French tweet. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know that people speak French. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I'm like intrigued that there is drama I, in Fr- like written in French right now. <laughs> I need to find the. Uh, oh, I found uh, it. What is simplemente? Une merde humaine. Or are you Mal- simply a human piece of shit? <laughs> I have no idea how to speak French, but that got me. That, like, what What kind of, like, obscenity is that, French? Like, like what, 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 is that just, like, Seb's phrasing? Or is that, like, <laughs> some, some, like, French, like, classic uh, no, idiom? It, it does like, translate. It's, or are you simply a shit human? Are you simply a human piece of shit? Yeah, no, it translates. I mean, yeah, I mean, it translates. It's just like <laughs> it's so it's so like I don't know. Like, I, like if you said that in English, it'd be like one thing, but it just looks beautiful in French. <laughs> like, it sounds, it sounds. It's like elevated. Is, yeah, it's. He's it's saying like it one, with his like pinky out. One step higher, and I mean the the text before it is like re- really something. Um, I'm not gonna say that one. But <laughs> he, like he finishes saying, he, he like flicks his Galois butt into the gutter and walks right. away down the alley, down the cobblestone alley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's like it's dusk, so there's some <laughs> like street lights that are on, but not quite. It's a little, it's a little foggy, so there's like a little some bit like, of haze fog. around the street lights. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's <a> beautiful <laughs> I'm just like, you know. They, I don't know, I guess I'm of two minds. So one is, 
you guys are the two-time champs, and you trash talk people all the time. Like, everybody laughed when uh, uh, No Tail was trashing EG back, you know, before EG's full lineup came together. Like, okay, and then you maybe get relegated. Uh, It turns out they weren't. And, like, people are going to get on you, too. And and I think, so I think at one level, it's, like, their frustration at realizing, like, when they're taking BBC reporters around their Spanish villas, you know, Alliance was grinding. You know what I mean? Like, they were, like, you have your $15 million or whatever it is each player has. And that's fine, but you lost. And maybe they're frustrated because they lost after this point, and they realize that other people have have kind of moved past them a bit. And then the other one is, like, competitive people and professional athletes and professional esports are just weird. Like, did, did either of you guys watch that Michael Jordan documentary? No. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch it, but I got some of the like outtakes and yeah. uh, memes from it. So, I yeah, like Michael Jordan, he's just really weird. Michael Jordan was in the, inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, and he spent most of his speech yelling at his high school coach for not putting him on the varsity team his freshman year. Like, see, you were wrong. Um, this is after winning six NBA championships and, and his entire career, right? But that stuck with him. Aww. And there's a there's a scene in the documentary where you know, he's like, he like leans back in his armchair. He's like, and I took that personally. And that's that sums up like Michael Jordan's entire life. Like to be that yeah. competitive, like you just take everything personally. And so maybe these guys are like Michael Jordan and they're just like weirdly competitive. Uh, so maybe fine. You know, you got really angry at this. Uh, but on the other hand, like, bruh, you guys pick on people all the time. Right. You know, every, everyone was waiting for you to fall. And you fell. And get back up. Rub some dirt on it, kid. Get back in. Yeah. Some I mean, to your point, Jim, if you're going to... Oh, sorry, Sam. <laughs> oh, no, that's about all I had to say. Um, To your point, Jim, like, if you're going to be competitive, then... I don't know. You have to be able to roll with the punches yeah. when you're also down. So um, it's I, I think it's a sign of immaturity, right? That he can't um, that he's so hurt over it right now that he's this narrow minded and like not seeing that this is what he also does to other people. So and they were and like so they lost a series and they had to go into a tiebreaker and like, after such a crushing loss, how could you say things, make jokes like that? Right. Crushing, bruh, there's a pandemic out there. (laughs) Go, go cry into your pile of 14 million euros you have. Like, come on. Like, don't, you know, it was crushing. I get it. And this is your life and stuff, but come on. It's not like you're the end of, OG or the end of Seb in Dota. Like, it's it's you not winning. Not, wah, I'm upset I didn't win. Like, you're just, like, just kind of like a bad loser to a degree. Like, yeah, you have to, they won. Sometimes you just gotta, like, take it on the, like, take it on the chin a little bit, right? Like, you, yeah. if you're gonna, if you're gonna dish it, you gotta take it. That's, yeah. that's yeah. And it's really only take. because he dishes it. I think that's the main point, right? right? Like, yeah. if this were anyone else who, um, just like 
was was chilling out and then they lose a game and then they get this hate and then they lash out i think that's more understandable <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's like hellbear yeah. smashers like nobody's like going to hellbear <laughs> smashers Twitter to like write like angry rants at them like wow you guys suck like do you see that last game like you should really think about a new carry player like no like everybody's just so positive with hellbear smashers because it's like there's no expectations hellbear smashers aren't flaming anybody they're like trying to defend themselves from getting like fountain kept by og so <laughs> it's like like yeah, in the you dota client you can spend money and give it to OG to get a spray that is an image of Seb smiling with the word offended written under it. What? Like, yeah. Like, that's you, dude. <laughs> there's a spray. <laughs> and there's not yeah, a problem with that. Like, uh... it's cool. It's cool to be, like, kind of, like, this, this bit, like, tough guy, right? You wanna, yeah. You want to you wanna say slay together, slay together, slay together, like... You gotta lose together too, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, go work on whatever you gotta do to, to get back here. To go back like, to Ti. Don't, everybody don't should whine about res- it. Yeah, everybody should just responded to his angry thing with the spray of him that is in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So, uh, noobs ass noobs. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Holy shit! Prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. Alright, noobs ask noobs. Uh this this new community member uh A2K mm. um, with Jim Welcome. getting outsmarted by a piece of silicone through through clever exploitation of his current movement debuff. What are some of the most infuriating tech problems you've ever encountered? Uh, Discord existing. Uh, for whatever reason, the Discord <laughs> has like broke last week on my PC, so I have to do it through the browser, oh. which sucks. And then mm-hmm. it's been broken on my laptop for like three years, so I've huh. always had to do it on my browser there. And I don't oh. know if it's like... I don't know why it happens. I don't know... It's like the same issue where I can like launch Discord and just nothing will happen and it'll just like pull up a blank screen basically. Um, That's so weird. And all the files are corrupted and I have like some weird admin privileges going on on my computer sometimes and so like I can't really delete and play with the files. So I've just I've like committed to having my life suck and using Discord <laughs> through browser. <laughs> what about um, you guys? I can think of a few actually. Uh so the more recent one is my sim card so i got a new new ish phone um like back in january i got the iphone 12 mini and was really happy with it and um you know transferred my sim card over i guess for context i'm also um i i'm still on an american plan but because my t-mobile plan has like na wide calling and texting it's cheaper for me to stay on that plan than it is to like get a phone plan in canada okay yeah so um yeah i like got a new phone transferred my sim card over and like maybe a week into having the new phone um i just couldn't make any calls like they would drop after 30 seconds and i was (laughs) in this hilarious predicament of needing to call (laughs) t-mobile 
right? To to tell them about this and like try to troubleshoot this. And I couldn't. And so I was online chatting with someone and they're like, well, you'd have to call us. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I literally <laughs> cannot call you. Um, and I was like, I have access to like Can- like a Canadian phone, but can you call me? Because if I use my husband's phone plan, he doesn't have any wide calling, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, uh, uh I get, like, that's not standard, but I guess, like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> and eventually <laughs> someone did call me at that number and we were able to sort it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, the new phone, like, because 5G is a thing and your phone is 5G compatible, like your old SIM card might not be working with it. So you need to buy a new SIM, which also sucked because then I needed to get my sister, my kind sister, to go and buy one and then FedEx it up to me, which was <laughs> like the shipping cost was like eight times the amount of the SIM card. Oh, I but, bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, there was that te- infuriating tech problem. <laughs> I, have, I have another SIM card story Ooh. where <laughs> I, was, I was in Russia and was like, oh, you know, I want to be able to, like, use data here, like, relatively, you know, like, a little bit and be able to text friends or whatever that I meet. Mm-hmm. So I bought a SIM card and I got a plan. And I go to plug it in my phone and forgot that I have AT&T and live in America where they can just be like, oh, no, your phone's locked. You can't use another SIM card. Yeah, you yeah, you don't actually own this phone that you like carry around ah, every yeah, day. Yeah. You have a plan. And so until you pay off every cent of this, we are the only people that are allowed to operate this yeah. phone. And yeah. so I, I had to, to tell Megaphone that I, I couldn't, couldn't take them on. But now I have this Russian SIM card somewhere in my room. And so if I ever go back, I'll be prepared, I guess. Can't you just <laughs> buy a little like burner phone? I could have, but instead I just uh, went two or three months with zero um, oh, no. internet or like maps or anything in russia wow. and I was just like i was just living it, it was like you were back in like the 1980s <laughs> yeah and and the wi-fi like the wi-fi at the dorms that i was staying in were like so strange and they you couldn't access uh dota or like steam through the wi the the campus wi-fi like not campus but the dorm wi-fi because i didn't want you to i guess um, uh-huh. university so you had to get i had to get my friend's vpn to like play on like a dutch server in russia <laughs> from my laptop like yeah was, and then you had fun. discord open on in a browser i did have discord <laughs> open in a browser that's a hundred percent true <laughs> um dorale destroyer uh what's the biggest way wld has impacted your life oh well, first off, wait, Jim, did did you have a, a tech oh. problem that you wanted to share? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I thought. Uh, I guess, yeah, Jim has his own tech problem already. But. Yeah, I was, I was outsmarted by a piece of, of silicon. Um, yeah, I because this probably arises from, uh, I bought a new NVMe hard drive for my desktop because my hard drive, my SSD was getting full and like it wasn't starting up that well i just mm-hmm. thought i needed a new one and there was one on sale like i came across a sale so i bought it and i'm going to install it and i and i can't walk you know and like getting up and down is like a real pain in the neck so i got to crawl under my desk and uh, my daughter helped me out she got the tools and stuff and we opened up the computer and i i put the the drive in and i got this software to clone 
my existing drive onto the NVMe drive, which is much larger. And it didn't work. I couldn't boot to it. Windows could see it. And it just went through this whole process yesterday of trying different software to clone it, trying to boot to it, check other things. And Arian's like, just install a fresh Windows install on it. I don't want to do that. Like, that's such a pain in the neck. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I just wanted to clone it. Uh, so I kept trying to look at how to clone it. And then I'm like, all right, I guess I got to do the Windows install. And then it's like, you need an 8 gig USB flash drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. I haven't, I haven't used a flash drive in like five years. Like, I don't know where any are. I think I got one for free at a conference recently. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, and I can't look for it. Like, I can't go in the attic to like, I can't crawl, like look in drawers and stuff under my bed to try to find this old flash drive because I because my movement debuff mm-hmm. so I was just I was so tilted yesterday with this tech stuff and then uh, Titus Andromeda dropped off an 8 gig flash drive for me this morning he swung oh. by the house so I'll, I'll, I might try it this afternoon um, but I just I don't want to deal with like a Windows install like, it's yeah, a whole thing it, it's a pain so it sounds like the uh, that flash drive is probably the biggest uh, impact WLT's had on your life, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shout yeah. out Titus Andromedon for the save. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is a huge save. And then I also ordered extra RAM that didn't fit because I looked at... I didn't get on my knees to look in my computer to see what my motherboard looked like. Uh, I went on to Newegg, my previous order, and I clicked on the motherboard, and it took me to the wrong one. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would it take me to the wrong one? And then, like, when I finally did open my computer yesterday, I'm like, oh, there aren't enough RAM slots. And I like, I look on Newegg, and it's that's not the motherboard that's in my computer. <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you take me to the right one? Um, so I had to return the RAM too. But oh, jeez, yeah, it's a whole sucks. thing. It really does. Let's go back to the Stone Age. Yeah. <laughs> but. Technology has allowed me to participate in We Like Dota. True. And to, and to Dora Le Destroyer's question, I think it's like I met real life friends now. Yeah. Uh, that I, I really value, like Sam and uh, like Elihu. And, you know, these are people I've seen in real life uh, and that I would like go visit. Uh, what's his face? Uh, you old Raven, like drove across the country and saw like half of us. Yeah. I had, I had, I had I dinner saw with Raven. him. <laughs> yeah, I had dinner with him in a diner here. Mm-hmm. Um, you met up with Fancy Pants in Oregon. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had dinner with Fancy Pants in Oregon. Like it's, that's, it's like the real life friends, mm-hmm. uh, I've met along the way were the real, <laughs> the real reward. I haven't met any, uh, any WLD members IRL yet but um I I think that like I kind of stumbled into this community sort of late to late into the game like the past like year or two and especially during the pandemic it was just like I'm already a pretty introverted person and I don't like see a lot of people unless I get dragged out to like parties or something and with no parties going on um (laughs) I wasn't really talking to people and so uh I guess like Dota is just kind of like a relatively comfortable like social space for me and so wld is like kind of facilitated like um i don't know a lot of that to a degree it's nice yeah yeah for sure i think um for me it's 
been a lot of the same as the the community itself um key people that i i I, (laughs) we found our wedding photographer through we like dota shout out to (laughs) snow keg um and besides that just like my as i mature as a dota player we like dota i think has been a welcoming community for that because i when i first started on we like dota i think i was more serious about the game and now i play it much more casually and it's nice to still be like valued and welcomed in in a community like whether i want to be a try hard player or i just want to perfect my four luna with agonim's refresher <laughs> so <laughs> no being a try hard player is definitely not the most fun way to play dota gotta say <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> regret it every day um anyway Zynason. What's the strangest pronunciation Jim has of my name, Zynason? And why is he miss me? I think it's right. Shunasun. Yeah, I was going to say Sh- Shunasun was, was, I think, the strangest one, too. <laughs> I, I, I guess... Thinking, I, I like XY Nazan. Yeah, XY Nazan's good, yeah. I think I just ran out of ways to say it, and that's why I stopped saying it differently. I was actually just thinking last time. Of how I used to say it differently every time. Zinasin. Yeah, I'll pick it back up. Zino Sin. Zino Sin. Oh, the with the French accent. Zino Sin. Neil, probably a French. I don't know. The silent G to me reads as French. The only French people I know of are Dolly Kaushev and. I guess Dora by by proximity to Kinda, yeah. French Canada. <laughs> I I met a lot of random French Dota players when I went to the We Like Dota or not the We Like Dota uh, the MDL um, oh. <laughs> Paris Disneyland Paris major. I went there mm-hmm. for like one day. It's the only Dota land I've ever been to. Um, hmm. And I think I met I met like some some OG uh, like managers and like people like that. So oh. maybe oh. maybe they know what's up with Seb. Um, what <laughs> improvements will there be for WLDL 21, 2021? Uh, Neil asks. I don't know. Oof, that's a that's an Aryan question. Will there be? That's that's definitely an Aryan question. He's he's uh, the administrator. Yeah. Um, I would love. I I I'm kind of. I want to create content for the league. Not gonna lie. I yeah. Wanna, uh, I I was thinking like a highlight news. reel would be super cute. Yeah. Um, I know Monster wanted to work on some highlight reel stuff, and he invited me into a, a shared drive to look at that, but I don't think it ever kept going. <laughs> yeah. I, we can I just some... share that drive, and we'll just have all the little <laughs> random clippings. It doesn't have to be amalgamated into like <laughs> a yeah. refined YouTube video. Yeah, um, I... I... I write and stream and like will occasionally make like video content for RD2L. Um, mm-hmm. oh. So maybe I'll just start like, Ooh. maybe I'll do a little bit of that for WLDL or at least just start uh, streaming my official matches, which I guess you can catch at twitch.tv slash strilling seven. Look at I, I, I know there's quite a few people who uh, want like the, separation of the teams into an upper and lower division to happen more quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, you can look at 
the teams that register. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, pretty much like on registration, on, on the registration deadline, you could be like, oh, this is the grand final. Uh, and then if you're on one of the more modestly MMR'd teams, you just have to lose for five weeks. Uh, and then you get into the lower bracket and then you watch the exact same grand final you predicted eight weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know some people kind of are, are looking for that. I know Yield Raven had some interest in helping organize like a, a lower division kind of event. So maybe we'll do that. Yeah. That's turning. Yeah. Alright. Um, yeah, my main idea is just going to be along that line, which is like this last year's WLDL just took way too long. <laughs> it started yeah. in November and I don't think it finished until like March <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there were there was like a two month lull where like no games were played for some reason. <laughs> we just like couldn't oh, yeah. schedule like a playoff match and we just kind of got Because it was stuck. just holiday season. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense, yeah. but Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some more details to come uh, for the Stay next tuned. season of WLDL. Um, Beef Bomber with uh, two back-to-back questions. Do you think either of the two events will come close to the grandiose of a battle pass? Um, I think no. that they're just like totally different, <laughs> <No>. right? <laughs> Yeah, because like unless they start throwing out hats like Oprah, <laughs> there's no way <laughs> that anything would be the equivalent of a battle pass. I think that there's maybe an argument you could make where it'll be similar amounts of hats in the battle pass versus like the two events. But I think that's just because there's going to be two chests that are like dire tide size for like in the next six months or whatever. That's my that's my opinion, at least. That's what I think they're leaning towards. Maybe, if they can, because I, I guess the thing about Battle Pass is that you always have those, like, three tiers of the immortal treasures. Yeah. And I know so much time gets put into immortal treasures that it just doesn't seem like they would do the same for something that isn't a Battle Pass. But if they do, then, yeah, actually, I can see a realm where it gets close. Yeah. The reason I think that the the dire tide method is where they'll go is because they are they have immortals baked in already right at the higher tiers like once you get to tier yeah. three that's true. and then yeah. tier four you're in a man I territory. hated that model though I don't want to buy keys yeah <laughs> see for <laughs> me it was like like <laughs> battle pass is very guaranteed where like, you can get like big nice <laughs> yeah. sets once you get to like the like two hundred fifty mark or something like that right. but like the amount of act like the the amount of time or money investment it takes to get there is like a lot whereas i had really good luck with chests this year for some reason i had like i, I pulled three immortals out of the dire tide chest on like maybe Whoa. like 10 10 to 15 chests total oh, wow okay that, that's like, wild right like that i i literally like if i if i just sold those sets i would have made almost 100 bucks off of the dire tide chest which is kind of crazy to say but um yeah. Now I'm like thinking about buying keys right now to open the two that I have sitting in my. <laughs> I I honestly I don't I don't know I'm I'm into the the that system a little bit I don't know if I'm like an oddball or just because I don't have like the I usually don't have like a hundred bucks to drop on the battle pass every year or something mm-hmm. like that so I'm never like the the odds that I actually get like the very rare immortals are like unlikely so I'm just gonna get like you know a bunch of. Uh, the same like 
generic immortals or whatever. And this one, yeah. at least, like, you can go get some interesting things, and not everybody has, like, the same sets, I feel like. I guess it's psychological. i rather have a one-time large payment than multiple Lots small. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't buy chests, but if I get chests dropped, I'll usually buy keys. I think mm. that, I, I think I'm enticed to buy keys when when they drop. Especially, like, for whatever reason, the CSGO ones always seemed like you you would never get, like, the nice things you wanted and, like, everything else looked, like, kind of trash. But, like, mm-hmm. if you get past the first tier of, like, the Diretide chest, at least, it, I like most of the sets. Yeah, I could see it. I don't know. There's no other, like, pageantry that goes along with it, though. Like, I want Fantasy Dota, obviously. <laughs> I want... Yeah. Uh, like even the the cavern crawl is fun. Yeah, I I also like the cavern crawl because it just it's objective Dota that's kind of easy yeah. to like. Oh, okay, I I now get to do this and ooh, I can do a two for one and and yeah, yeah. Tide Hunter with no nose and and Tide Hunter with ugly teeth. Sure. Right. <laughs> How would you feel if they made like a similar like maybe on a smaller scale like you had like a little cavern crawl but you got chests or something i think it's just dangerous territory for them because then because we associate so much of that with the battle pass that if they now start giving us things outside of the battle pass yeah it just i don't know it'll raise the bar for what we then expect down the line Mm -hmm. for a battle pass (laughs) i just yeah i just hope the the price point is a little different Mm-hmm. Uh, for the immortals, just because like the good immortals in the dire tide chest were like twenty thirty bucks, yeah, mm, and that's yeah. that's a lot. I mean the the sets were good, like the tier two sets, the ambient sets, or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of good stuff, and but even then, like the in demand ambient sets are like six, eight, nine dollars, whereas those would be uh, the the treasures that go along with the battle pass, which are, what is it, buck ninety nine each? Yeah. So it's still a lot. It's more, more attainable. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if dire. They, I wonder if they made like a ton of money on Dire Tide. Um, more than we'll they see. expected, and they they want to try to kind of recreate that model for yeah. the battle pass. Right. I mean, I just they, you can't have another battle pass right because you already collected for ti and haven't had one yeah so i guess that's it's just like i think that it makes sense that there's no battle passes here i'm not really that upset about it to be honest um but getting on to our last question again from beef bomber um strats for getting out of crusader i start to climb then go on a massive losing streak Hmm. oh i mean I'm, i'm not the person to ask here (laughs) <laughs> um i think depends on what heroes you play and what position of course um but i think narrowing your hero pool is like definitely better for climbing mmr than like having a broader hero pool um sticking to the same one or two positions again gonna improve your chances to to climb to the next rank um also party dota like i i think it's really hard um, by yourself to get out of 
lower MMR things, just because you run into smurfs, you'll run into like other things. But I think if you play as a team, there's a little bit more consistency there and like a safer space for you to like get comfortable not only with your hero and like position, but how to play mm. around like a defined, you know, mid laner or support or something like that. Yeah. I think um I think most importantly just like making sure that your space is not like toxic actively. Like I know uh I'll use RC for example, because I know that he likes to play solo queue at times and just has everybody on mute. And like <laughs> while it's probably not the best way to improve your communications, if that's what it requires like if you're playing something like carry and True. and you just need one way communication essentially where you're like, hey guys, I'm going in, in the next 30 seconds like ultimate right. is up like i think it's fine i think it's a i think it's whatever keeps you in the best mental state as you're playing dota and keeps you as like focused and uh, as focused on improving as possible uh mm -hmm. is going to be like what gets you to the next rank because i think you could i think if you are playing the game correctly um and you're doing the right things, you should be able to, to kind of solo carry a Crusader game um, on average if you're playing like a core role. Like you should have a, a high impact. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's a... Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, I, at the lower MMRs, I just think it's really important on uh, to focus on what you're doing and to make sure that that's right. And then the second step is like synergy um, with your team. No, that, that, that's a really interesting point, like the focus on what you're doing. I like that. Um, I was also going to say, if you start going on a losing streak, uh, just either stop or play some unranked with some friends for a while. Uh, and then you'll, you know, get in a better headspace and uh, learn from your friends, potentially, and get a little better, and then go back into ranked. So if you start on one of these uh, losing streaks, just switch over to unranked for a while and then go back. I'm trying to think more of the, um, of what Sam just said about like, just focus on your game and, and worry about synergy later. And I want, I wonder if it's maybe a little bit of the opposite. Cause mm -hmm. I think something that happens in, in some lower tier Dota is that like, there's, there's a really strong understanding, I think across many tiers now of the actual game which i don't think was the case when dota was or dota 2 was a newer game i think yeah. what separated higher mmr players from lower mmr players was um understanding of mechanics but i actually think now that generally a lot of players understand the mechanics it's just the synergy that's off and i wonder if part of getting out of lower tier dota is actually playing to the strengths or lack huh. thereof of your teammates and like rather than like oh you could have you know landed this spell and done this thing or like relying on what you do it's like okay if my team just doesn't want to fight right now even though we should take advantage of it rather than trying to do something off of that you just have to sit back and and respect that yeah i think there's um there the I think the reason I say like focusing on yourself is like a, a better strategy for lower more players is like maybe twofold because I think that um, if like there are more incorrect things being done at like that level um, 
than there are at like higher levels. So if you're mm-hmm. doing like the correct thing, pretty much at all times, like just literally putting yourself in the right place and farming in the right place. Oh, I see. You're just saying like where to divert your energy, just focus on yourself rather than outwardly like thinking about your teammates. Yeah, I think that there's Got it's, it. it's, it's like a two-parter where like if you're thinking about your teammates, you're probably distracting yourself and yeah, yeah. creating uh, excuses. Yeah, that I agree with. Like yeah. you're like I think it's very easy to like be like uh, I played a, a I was coaching Battle Cup yesterday and we had a random and there was the random fit and we had a Grimstroke Lich combo and there were just times where we weren't getting the combo right right like they just weren't mm-hmm. casting their spells and it's like if you were focused on synergy then especially at like a low MMR like you might cast that combo at the wrong time or on the wrong heroes or like it doesn't matter if you cast it in your triangle well can you take any map space off of that um, mm-hmm. and so if you just run around as this two support pairing you're not going to actually like uh like play the map properly yeah. and learn like those fundamentals um of like what lanes need to be pushed in order for you to actually take the objective you'll you'll have great plays and you'll have like really exciting fights and maybe you'll like dominate lanes that you are playing but there's like a certain amount of dota that requires you to be like independent on your own and then come together for like a cohesive uh motion and i think that it's like there's like two muscles kind of being worked there and mm. i don't know exactly which one is like worse for a lower and more player but i think it's much easier to work out and consistently have improvement on the the stuff you do alone and independently yeah. of the game mm-hmm. all right so to summarize be far um work out the single muscle that is just focusing on you and getting comfortable in a role and recognize when you're maybe starting to go on a losing streak because then you can play some pubs with friends, reset, and then go back into it. <laughs> yeah. And as Charlene said, cool. <laughs> you know, the more the like friends you play with, like will create better synergy and you'll you'll yeah. grow together, you'll 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 play together because you're both independently doing the things right and you're doing them together and that's like the you know. Oh, chef kiss. Chef kiss. <laughs> chef kiss. Anyway, I think that's it for today. Yeah. So... Yeah. Goodbye, Internet. Goodbye. Um, if you want to check us out, you can find us on welikedota.com. Um, there are links there to our Discord and our Patreon. And uh, we also get together, try to get together on Thursdays for some some silly games. And Thursdays. Yeah. Yep. Cool. See you all around. See ya. See you next time. Bye.